I'm Gabby Lamb. And I'm Harper Rose Drummond. And you're listening to Tea Time, where we talk about the nastiest, dirtiest, naughtiest, wildest secrets. Enjoy. We'll just hey jump guys. right in. We were talking about 12-step meetings, adult children of alcoholics. Um, Us talking about 12-step? I uh, No, I never any ACA. I've thought about it. The thing is, is if I get t- told to go to one more fucking 12-step meeting, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Yesterday, I was on the phone with my therapist, and she was like, you got to go to DA. And I'm like, bitch, if I go... I will. D- oh, for debtors? Debtors Anonymous. Oh, shit, that's another, it's my It's another big one for me. But I'm like, girl... All I do is sit in 12-step meetings right now. I can't take on, I just don't have, I don't have the capacity right now to take on another one. Sorry. It's like every time we talk, it's like her favorite thing. God, I got a DA. I'm, like, I'm going to get a new fucking therapist because you're not working. No, you've been with her ass for 10 years. Well, maybe I need a new perspective on things because, you know, things aren't going that well. Well, now I don't know about that, but here's what I do know to be true. She literally said she thinks that you are the way that you are because maybe you had a twin that you ate in the womb. Now, I don't think you give up on someone who's given creative <laughs> insight. Given, you're right. Oh, like you're that. right. You're right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just thinking, you know, I don't know. I really want to get back into therapy and I've been trying and Kaiser said, you know what? Why is Kaiser the worst? Why is Kaiser the fucking worst? Everybody who has Kaiser has this says the same it's, it's, shit. It's literally they they hate you. But um, I just saw this TikTok of um these people protesting outside of a Kaiser hospital. So funny. And they were like, they're like, here's all the patients waiting to get Kaiser care. And this guy got a bunch of fake skeletons and put them in lawn chairs because it's like funny. he's like, you're, you're gonna die before you actually get the help you need. It's literally and like it's not wrong. It is the fucking Walmart of health insurance. It's just so fucking annoying. I used to think it was good but i'm like this is i don't know y'all paying so much for that shit too i paid nothing for mine and i have good ass insurance well the only reason i was paying for kaiser the insurance you're on doesn't cover um the epilepsy medicine that i needed wait really yeah and then because like there's so many different types of epilepsy meds and a lot of them give you like really you know it's just it's like any fucking medication but they they could really like fuck your your ass up but um yeah so there's this really good uh it's called oxyteller and so I had to get I had to get good uh, insurance, but um, besides that, it is truly a horrific nightmare trying to interact with Kaiser. Yeah, no, it sounds like a fucking nightmare. And then I'm trying to get a ther- okay, so I'm trying to get a therapist outside of network, outside of the network because they are. I haven't had the greatest experiences. And so I just wanted to go. And I, I really want to see someone with a PhD. You can you can obviously have great therapy without one, but I just personally would like to try that. No, here's my thing. Why wouldn't it be a requirement of a PhD to be a psychologist? I don't know. It's kind of like I wouldn't, I don't think I'd trust a surgeon that only had a bachelor's degree. Oh, Okay, exactly. exactly. That's such a good fucking point. But yeah, I um, and and I don't I don't feel comfortable airing it all out on the old public episode. But I, I've had um, so that's why you have to subscribe to our Patreon because we'll say everything on there. Everything, every single thing you want to hear, we'll say it on there. Anyway, and that wasn't even a true bait. It was just me trying to avoid uh, legal uh, pr- problems. But uh, basically, I, I had a therapist before, and I thought I really like connected well with her, but um. Let's just say she she was doing some things that uh, weren't weren't orthodox, if well, you will. What was she doing? Well, 
I, that's the part that I'm not. Have you say. told me? Uh, yeah, we've we've talked about it at length. I'm yeah. writing it down. Maybe we can touch it. Touch upon um, it. Later. Yeah, it's just is she fucking smoking meth out of her badusi? What was So she doing? here's the thing. I I thought I was subscribed to a therapist. Turns out it was someone's OnlyFans, and I was like, why are you always naked? But Imagine. you know, it was that would be so funny. That would be really. That would funny. be so funny. Honestly, I would probably feel a lot better here's if I was thing, actually doing Lee that. Would get that therapy. Well, at least doing that like, therapy. No, now. it works. It, it works. <laughs> It works. And then her way of doing therapy with you would be just be like, how does this make you feel? And she'd show you her tits. Yeah. That would yeah. be your therapy. And he'd be like, actually, I feel great. One of our Patreon subscribers just gave me a free month to our OnlyFans. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, that's cute. That's cute. Oh, wait, there's, okay, here's something, you guys. So It's really nice of you guys to do that for Lee. It, it's really, really sweet to do that for Lee. But speaking of Lee, there's something that we need to, as a as a tea time community, we need to work, <laughs> we need to work together. This is on some real shit, too. Because everyone's always saying, like, oh, you guys are so mean to Lee. Here's the thing. You don't understand that he's <laughs> he spews hellfire at us. So everything you hear, ladies, maybe you should like applaud us for being strong. What you guys don't see. Yeah, what y'all don't see a lot. Is that as soon as we walk into Lee's apartment, he locks his doors and says, I'm going to fucking rape you guys today <laughs> if you don't do exactly what I say. Yeah, and then when we protest, which, you know... He has uh, guns in his closet. He has a lot of guns, and he shows them to us every time we come over, and he, he holds them out, and he goes... Yeah, and here's the thing. They you... are water guns, but it's, it's, no, filled with his own, it's filled with his own piss, so that's why it's equally scary. And I, uh, yeah, and he, he goes, get on the ground, you little pig fuck. And I go, well, I don't know why you're calling me that. So but... we do we do have to put up with a lot. So I just like, I, you know, I think it's yet again another example of society blaming women. Well, I think also what it is, it's a, it's a man taking advantage of power. It's a power play. And everyone who yeah, knows Lee. I have Lee, a lot of power here. And he does. Lee, you do. Lee, he tries to trick you with his feeble voice. <laughs> but here's the thing. That was Lee with his allergies. But here's the thing. He doesn't even actually have allergies. It's all a ruse. <laughs> and you're just, you're just trying to talk like this so that we don't fucking see the fucking. And we're trying to make light of it now. But as soon as this camera shuts off. The fists clench and the threats start coming. He Gabby. says, you fucking whores, you dumb fucking sluts. Mm -hmm. You embarrass me yet again publicly. Yes. And and then we go. It is at every episode. And then we go. <laughs> we go, we go, Lee, please. Like we didn't, we, we didn't mean to. We're just performing. We're just trying. And he goes, be gone. And it's, I, I mean, Ugh. and on, like on some real shit, Gabby, how many times do you think you've been hit now by Lee? In the, in the face, in the face. I can't even. I lost count. I lost count, I too. Lost and count. I can't tell if it's because it's so much or because the blows are becoming extremely powerful. But well, I would say that I'm suffering severe brain damage at this point. Oh, from and that's solely hard. from Lee. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> so you guys can say all you want. You guys are so mean. Well, you don't know what we put up with. You guys truly do. And you guys could never. And how many lashings and rapings we take. Yeah. <laughs> I, but here's the thing. <laughs> We're very resilient, and I, I, I like don't want to be like narcissistic, but I do think we are extremely. Okay. Thank you. I, I think we're very resilient to to Lee's uh, to Lee's lashings. Hashtags Lee's lashings. The next time you guys want to say, be nicer to Lee, be nicer to Lee, think about what he puts us through. Yeah, please, please think about that because you have to, like, it's, when speaking to victims, it's really important to use the proper language. So instead of, why are you doing that to Lee? Why is Lee doing that to us? It's just, it's a quick, a quick question that could save lives. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I'm going to get hit so bad after this episode. Oh my God, Lee, I'm sorry. Ow! 
Okay, for those of you listening, Lee just hit me as hard as he could in the face. But here's the thing. Um, Gavin and I were just talking in the car about how chaotic this, you know, about how fucking chaotic LA is. I've had terrible energy the past few days. Um, every single time I walk out of my apartment, I get a wave of anxiety just because it's, it, there's so much going on all the time. You walk out, there's screaming, there's somebody, blow, there's traffic, there's a fucking accident, there's, you know, a dead animal. Like, there's just so many things you walk out and you go, good morning. And, uh, there's gangs in our neighborhood and like, they'll like paint over the, the, the spray, the MS 13 shit. And then two days later, it's like back even bigger. And you're like, all right. But on one hand, it's like, like it's inspiring. Like you can't keep us down. Well, you had a drive by in your neighborhood the other other night. We sure did. There was a drive by, I was on my way home from an AA meeting where a woman sat next to me and said, can I sit here? And I said, yeah, she goes, I'm 17 days clean of crystal meth. I said, Take a seat. Sit where? Did you Next t- to me. Did you speak but, to wait, her at all? You where? On you the curb? No, no, we were, I was at an AA meeting. Oh, in an AA meeting. What? Okay. Did you have any conversation? Be like... Yeah, big time. Yeah. Yeah. That's I gave her time. my number. She's like, I'm going to call and text you every day. I was like... Uh, well, I don't know about that, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. She won't. She won't. But yeah. she hasn't. Yeah. Um, But... She, we actually do love to see that. She told me the same thing like six times. And I said, you know what? It was a Beverly Hills meeting. And I have to say, it was probably one of the worst AA meetings I've ever been to in my life. My friend wanted me to go with her. And I was like, okay. Because she's like, it's a good one. I went and I was like, this made me want to fucking relapse. It was horrible. So all these people like talking about like how great they are. And I was like, this isn't yeah. re- recovery. No, it's just like egotistical nonsense. But like you and I were talking about how it's like so important to get out of this fucking city just even for like i mean no it needs to be longer than a few days because it's just so it is so overwhelming because there's like so much commotion and then you're you're having a bunch of people that like move to this city because they all are essentially kind of full of themselves like oh i can make it i can do this and then yeah it's being constantly surrounded by that energy is very overwhelming and there's not a lot of like uh groundedness and humility yeah and speaking on behalf of myself i mean i'm the same way you know i suffer from the same fucking like delusions that i think a lot of people here do but it's uh it's a lot it's chaotic i was just in you know as i was telling y'all i was just in um northern wisconsin for about a week and it was so it's like such a culture shock because um, and that's also why it's just like so fun to to travel and go around. But like, mm-hmm. um, I definitely am a city girl. I could not do that. I don't know how yeah. people can live out there. It is so it's, but it's beautiful. It's like breathtaking, but it's just so interesting you just, too. You get so bored. You, you get bored, but also like, I think the amount of time I was there was the perfect amount of time. And, um, and shout out to all the funny people I was with, uh, Trevor Anderson, Aaron Bright, Sierra Katana. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Um, but they're funny comics. You guys should follow them. Um, but uh, Matt Torkelson. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. But so, um, but yeah, they're super funny friends. We do this trip every single year. It's for, and because uh, Matt lives there. And so he sets it all up and we just perform for these really tiny towns. And it always makes me really nervous because I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't think I'm going to be able to like, connect with How these people. How much time did you do? I did uh, 20. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah. And, um, it was just, yeah, it was super, super fun. And, um, we like perform for like, you know, like the, the crowds are like much older. It's not my demographic at all. Like I see, I have nothing in common with these people, but like we, they still, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, they come out and in the hordes and but it's just fun. Like they're just like coming out to laugh. And like there's just they don't give a fuck that we're not famous or anything like they just sort of like going out just to like enjoy a nice fun night of comedy. And like, I don't know, it's just it's like very pure. And like these trips are like just like such a nice reset. I love that it's pure while you're up there talking about like your tits and asshole <laughs> in front of these 80 year olds. Oh, my God. Well, honk. I don't know about that, but here's what I do know to be true. I did call myself a libtard um, for, uh, for uh, like during one show mm-hmm. and they, I thought they were going to like foam at the mouth. They loved it. They loved it. And I said, okay. That makes sense. And that's on Let's Go Brandon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just so much fun. And I just love, I don't know. That's. I think it's just nice just to like hit reset because it can be, especially like, you know, you're saying like you just feel like overwhelmed and whatnot. Like, I don't know. It's just nice to like just get the fuck out of this chaos. It really is. It's funny. I was talking to a fellow comedian with a quite, quite a large podcast the other night. Um, and he was saying, you know, he's without giving away too much information about him. He was, he was saying that like, he's, he's been off Twitter for six months. Um, and he was like, I really don't use Instagram anymore. And I'm thinking about, you know, like pulling away from the podcast, because it's just too much access to people. And I was like, that makes a fuck ton of sense. And he's like, it's like, you just, everybody has input on your life all of the time, basically. And was just like, you're always letting people into your life. And it's really like spiritually exhausting. And he's like, I just kind of want to step away from that for a while. And I was like, well, that makes sense. He also has the luxury to do that. Well, he does now. Yeah, but like, yeah. Yeah. He, he's really lucky he got there, but it is like, even like on like a small level, like us, like being on social media is fucking exhausting. And I'm always torn between like, cause I am, I am definitely addicted to it. But then there's this other part that's like, well, I, sh- I need to be on it for my career at this at right now where I'm at. Like it's, I need to be on it. Mm-hmm. Eventually I would like to not be. But for right now, I'm not like a big comedian. So it's like we have to kind of be on there yeah. selling our souls. No, definitely. And like, I think that we definitely can moderate it because like I definitely yeah. like get addicted to social media too. But like, we definitely don't need to be on it as much as we are. No, and I'm an oversharer. I get really caught up and like, and I have like no boundaries with it and myself, like with people too. And I get really caught up in like, you know, responding to people and then like oversharing. And then it always feels bad. And then I'm like, I just depleted all of my energy mm-hmm. for who like to be a fucking like, for dancing what? clown for people on the internet and then you wake up and then it's just like repeat 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 and yeah. so it's just like constantly draining it's, it's like you're constantly hung over spiritually from like the overuse of social media mm-hmm. um it's a weird it's such a weird uh phenomenon like we're not we were not meant to, for this we're not meant no, to have this much we were access meant to, to be each like other. those wisconsin people living out exactly. in the fucking woods hunting goose or yeah, I feel, not, dude, have we talked what about the fuck this is it? Like, like turkeys yeah no yeah it's like um okay well well my brother was talking to us about it uh, on my birthday a few years back when he was just like the biggest mistake we like to do like go around and like, say like our hot takes sometimes and he was just like that my biggest hot take is that the uh agricultural uh revolution is our like greatest downfall mm-hmm. and i was like why did i say fall like that fall um but he um you know he was just going off that ever since we became super technologically advanced it's just it's everything's kind of gone to well, we hell have, we have a lot of stories today i'll say one last thing um for myself i i've been hitting 12 set meetings like a motherfucker just trying to get you know my head my life together my brain together it's helping a lot i love it i mean i feel 
depleted and whatever. Anyway, today I went to um, an A meeting and I was talking to this girl and I was like, how are you? And she was like, honestly, I was telling you about this this morning. She's like, honestly, I'm always really good. And I was like, I am never good. You know, I don't know. And I I was like, how? And she's like, do you want you want the key to my serenity? And I was like, anything, please. And she goes, no men. And I was like, no, you don't motherfucking say. And she was like, oh, yeah, no men. She's like, I have never felt more peace in my life. She's like, it's been three years, no dating. I was like, no sex. She's like, no sex. I was like, damn. Bitch. And she's like, you could, she's like, I'm probably a bit of a love anorexic. And she's like, I don't even give a fuck. Like, I feel so good about myself. She's like, I'm so confident. I don't fucking care. Like, I am living my life and I just feel free. And I was like, well, that is the key to fucking serenity, isn't it? I mean, um, we, uh, eventually, I what show it is. Uh, Natasha Legero was talking. She like had like a whole bit about how she was like, women, like, why can't we all just go and live together out in the woods? Right. And she's like, if you want to go fuck, you can go. You can leave the compound go and then fuck. go fuck. Yeah. She's like, but then come back to the safe space with all the women. And I was yeah. like, yes, girl. It's so hard. I was just like, man, I want what you have so badly. You know, like whatever the serenity that you have from this like abstinence is what I want. And it's like hard because part of me is like, no, I like, I want to, you know, obviously I want to fucking be in a really nice relationship one day. And maybe I, maybe I will be, you know, but like, it's well, yeah, like, girl, you got to do your, your, your do solo year, at least. Got to do the solo year. Got to get that serenity, baby. Yes. And okay. Just hearing that like men, I was like, yeah, that is, that that makes sense. The obsession. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's yeah, it's just like getting out of the the obsession and like um just getting away from like whatever your anything that just is. takes you out of your yourself and puts you in a state of like fi- fight or flight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but that's good that you you heard that. It was. It was very nice. Okay. I am excited for this um, prompt, you guys, because you guys wrote so many motherfucking stories. I can I don't know if we can get to all of them um, on one episode, but we're gonna we're on STDs today. Yeah, um, I've never had an STD, hunky. Have you? I've never. I had HPV. I got HPV when I was like whatever, thirteen or some shit. Okay, um, and that's on being a slutty thirteen-year-old. But I. No, I've never had an STD, never or bacterial vaginosis, but that's not really an STD either. BV. Okay, okay, wait. Yeah, I've had BV before. Yeah. I had it one time and it was fucking haunted. You've only had it once. God, I'm like chronic BVer. Really? I didn't Fuck. have it with my like my very recent um ex-boyfriend. He didn't give me he didn't fuck my pussy up like that. Which is a good sign. Yeah, that was a good sign. That was, uh, yeah, that I was like, oh, you're like the one person I've slept with that's not fucking up my pH. God, I know. Well, because like I our know. body is trying to tell, it's like trying to like warn you like, all right, not this person. It's but then we're true. like, ah, I'll just take this fucking rotten bacon egg pussy back to the, you know. Yeah, I every guy that I'd like been with before him, I got raging BV from him. It was always, I was like, oh, well, anyway. But anyway, Lee, have you ever had an STD? Um, yeah, his AIDS. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. What have you had? AIDS. Shut <laughs> up. Okay, what? I love how much you love that. <laughs> Let's just take a be- minute. It's really sad how he got it. <laughs> well, it is really uh, sad how he got it, but um, what else? Got it from that? you. Um, no, uh, I 
No, I had some genital warts. <laughs> you got the old peen dog. Well, that's old, HPV though, isn't it? I believe it's just HPV. Yeah. I thought it's dormant in men. Mm-mm. She comes uh, out to play. Then maybe that's a yeah, lie I, I mean, heard. When I was, when I was really beating up my like just not taking care of myself that's when they started to come out what else did you get play as i feel like you've had a few that was it really yeah okay no and i even had a relationship with um someone i we i've talked about it before but i had a relationship with someone who had herpes and i never got it vaginal yeah okay well okay so that's something i do want to say there is so much motherfucking judgment about, and like the way that women are spoken to and treated who have um, vaginal warts is so or herpes de- or yeah sorry uh, herpes is so dehumanizing and it's so fucking cruel and um I w- I w- obviously won't say her name but there's there's someone um, that I know that that got genital herpes from her boyfriend cheating on her. And then he gave it to her through cheating. And then she was like, wait, what the fuck is this? They'd been in like a relationship for like a couple years. And then he was just like, oh, you, that's fucking disgusting. And then just dumped her. And that was so fucking nasty and awful that he did that. But however, then she said that she was carrying all the shame of having this. Um, and, and people were so rude to her. And then she like realized like, you know, one day she was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking take the power back and I'm not going to fucking let everyone just determine my value just because I, I now have herpes. And she was like, when you don't have a flare up, you're literally fine. If like, just don't sleep with someone when you, when you have the flare up and then you're truly okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stigma. I mean, I've had uh, since I, I don't have vaginal herpes, but I've had uh mouth herpes since I was a baby. Um, because my mom ate me out when I was little and then just like went to my face when she had an open sore. Bummer. Yeah, it sucks. And people are always like, you're fucking... I really, I have always had people be like, that's disgusting, especially on the internet. You're dirty, like, you fucking dirty whore. I'm like, it's from it's from my mom. Mm-hmm. Blame her. She was a nasty one. Yeah. <laughs> I even dated somebody who had, uh, who got cold sores and I never got them. I just never got them. Looks like you're immune. Well, did you ever hook up when they were active? When they were no. blooming? Yeah. See, it's not, yeah, see, then you're all good. It's rare. Yeah. But people freak out. They do. They free. They think they're gonna get it just being around you. It's like, okay, come on. Mm-hmm. Let's start. We got a lot of uh, yeah. Got a lot of fucking emails. This one. The time I had chlamydia with a bunch of silly faced emojis. <laughs> when I was in high school, my parents decided it was a good idea to leave me home alone all summer while they went to their vacation home thousands of miles away. Okay, what? They said this would teach me work ethic, but clearly mm. it just taught me how to take shots of Everclear. <laughs> My house became the house. My house became the house those summers, and a lot of shit went down. It's so fun. During one of these summers, I your friend, your parents just left you at a fuck. That's what? How stupid. I mean, whatever. I wish. Uh, yeah, I know. It's yeah. but like how dumb. Like, of course. Like, what do you think your high school kids gonna do? Tear apart. They wanted. They wanted you to do this. During one of these summers, I hooked up with one of the transplants that invades my hometown for seasonal work every year. He was from Florida, so I should have known he couldn't clear an SED test. But I was seventeen at the time and hadn't learned this yet. (laughs) Billy, real name, because I don't give a fuck. And I hooked up in my parents' room one night. Not all the way though. I think I gave him a blowjob or he ate my pussy. Literally, who knows or cares at this point. The night quickly left my memory and I continued on with my life. I see Billy occasionally, but even my deeply insecure ass wasn't down to repeat a night with a guy who wore a 
back-to-back World War champs hat. (laughs) A few weeks later, I got a call from Billy while I'm at work. Work is a loose term, but they did pay me to show up drunk or hungover every day. Billy Billy quickly let me know that he had tested positive for chlamydia. I had hung up the phone and let my cancer diagnosis wash over me. Cancer? What? As as I said before, I was 17, so I literally knew nothing about chlamydia or life. I've never been one to hold anything in, so I immediately burst into tears and told my boss that I'd been diagnosed with chlamydia. Diagnosed. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I don't think I will ever forget my 50-year-old manager's face as I cried hysterically and explained it had been only been a hand job or whatever. She obviously sent me home. I went right to the little clinic in my hometown and asked to be tested for chlamydia. They said, if you have it, this pill will fix it. So you might as well take this pill and we'll let you, we'll let you know how your test comes back. So I take the pill and decide to go for a run. <laughs> Long story short, I shit my pants on this run. No. Oh. <laughs> no. This is so funny. Like a shart or were they like? I don't know what the fuck is in a chlamydia pill, but I shit my pants. Damn. And weeks later, I learned that I never had chlamydia in the first place. No! Thanks, Billy! <laughs> oh, my God! Oh, my God. Oh, so God. Billy kind of gave you... <laughs> Billy gave you a little enema, essentially. Oh, it's just so funny. God damn it. <laughs> now, that story just... That had twists and turns. Yeah, great writing, A+, plus, no notes. God damn it, that's so funny. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. Well, you know, hey, at least you didn't have chlamydia. Yeah, at least you didn't have chlamydia. <laughs> okay. Hey, honks. I've been listening to you since the dawn of time, and I just tested positive for herpes. So I figured this was the perfect prompt for me. It all began last year when I met this lovely, not so lovely girl named Lauren. You can use her name. (laughs) Hey, I love that everybody's just fucking they're off to the race. Okay, so usually we we pre-read y'all's stories and like and pick them beforehand. But I just like we just got these. um, So we're cold reading. Yeah, we're cold reading today. So this is all surprise. And all new for us. Okay. So this lovely girl named Lauren, you can use her name. A week after meeting, we realized that we signed leases at the same apartment complex and us, being the dumbasses we were, decided to just get a two-bedroom together to save costs. Is this written by a man or a woman? A woman. Okay. Well, okay, wait. Well, you know what they say about lesbians U-hauling? We ended up becoming more than just friends, which quickly turned into a huge, complicated relationship that ended with us breaking the lease and her dating my ex. Oh! That is such a lesbian thing. I can't. This is so lesbian. It's so les. Okay. Anywho, she revealed to me that she had herpes before we had sex for the first time, which I was cool with and knew there was a lot, uh, there was a low chance of getting it if she wasn't having a breakout. Fast forward to March of this year, and I have a weird spider bite on my ass. It's like a small cluster of spider bites. I don't think anything of it because I was staying at my friend's house and maybe she had spiders. Oh, how I was so, so wrong. These spider bites come back. Oh, sorry. These spider bites came back every two weeks in the exact same spot. I was so confused and went to get tested just in case. The nurse knew right away, took the test, and it came back positive. I had sex with two people since Lauren, and I ended things... And since finding, oh, sorry. And fi- um, wait, okay. My, my iPad keeps doing this. Oh, ew. I know. I like sorry, guys. It keeps shutting me out. Okay. Um, I've had sex with two people since Lauren and I ended things. And since finding out I have herpes, I currently have a girlfriend who has been very supportive. I guess I'll consider myself lucky since the herpes are only on my ass cheek. Who would have thought? 
Anyway, love you. Hon- or, sorry, wait, you didn't even say that. <laughs> anyway, you honks are honking awesome. And I hope you read my story. Since, oh, and then I almost read your name. I don't know what's going on with me. I you, just had a brain aneurysm, but that was a good story. I have a question. Okay. So herpes is so interesting because like, do you have to get, like, did you get herpes on your ass because she put her like herpy pussy on your ass cheek? Or did you just, it just like was transmitted to you and that's where it broke out? You know what I mean? Like, did herpes have to touch that part of your body? My favorite part of you asking this question right now. So I just want to, okay, so that's a great question. Cause yeah. I was, I was, I'm curious as yeah, well. So yeah. got it. But here's the thing. While you're asking that, yeah. Lee in the corner, he, he takes a big sigh and he looks up and it was like the card, like if someone would have drawn a cartoon of like, what does someone look confused look like? You were like, huh. and it was just so, it was great. It's probably. But I am confused because I thought it was like a virus that, that like was strictly on the the affected. No, I thought it was like a virus that you get the virus and then it and then it like it plumes. I don't know, but it like it it manifests in where the area was that you would have gotten it right. I I thought it, it kind of manifested in like in your around your mouth or around your genitals like where because the, the, they were where like the sen- mucous membranes are they were like sensitive areas right yeah. but then people then there are people who like get eye herpes and finger herpes I thought that was just like warts no 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 people get like eye and finger herpes nose herpes so it might just be huh they can so most people notice a group of cluster uh, a group or cluster of blisters or ulcers lesions. Around uh, these lesions burn and can be painful. They can appear on the buttocks, anus, oh. thigh, on the vulva or vagina in women, and on the penis or, or scrotum in men. So it can uh, it can be in those places. Okay, so it doesn't have to be like contact from that, like on that area. I guess Interesting. not. So you have little ass herpes. To be honest, and I'm being honest, it's a little bit cute. It's not so bad. It's not so bad. For some reason, like, it's, like, a lot worse, a lot less worse sounding than, like, having it on your pussy. Now, this is a question for y'all, which I think we're going to have to look up. Is herpes painful? Yeah. It's painful. Yeah, it is. That's what it just said. Um, Super painful. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it said... uh, Super fucking painful. It's horrific. It's itchy. Yeah, these lesions can burn and be painful. Oh, fuck no. Yeah, it's the worst. Fuck. So, it's kind of like monkeypox. Because I heard that shit hurts too. Yeah, probably. It's yeah, because I think monkeypox is like a herpes simplex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, herpes fucking sucks. It's so uncomfortable. It takes forever to fucking heal. Jesus fucking itchy, Christ. Itchy, itchy, itchy. All right. Hey, honks. Love you all. Okay, this prompt was made for me. It's pretty. Uh, it's a pretty long one, but Lego my ego. All right. So I am a walking STD. <laughs> In summer of 2021, I was preparing. Oh, she's, it's new. I was preparing to go west for my junior year of college because I'm an academic. Two weeks prior, I met my then boyfriend and fell in love in a motorcycle. Fell in love in a motorcycle. Oh, okay. On? Um, so, fell in love in a motorcycle sex-fueled bipolar bender of mine. Oh, we had yeah. so okay. much It sounds fun. worth it. Yeah. We had so much fun popping wheelies, his bike on main roads, and getting drunk and doing oyster shooters. It sounds so chaotic. So two days prior to leaving for school, my vagina starts to feel really itchy. 
You ever get an itch that you feel like you can that can only suffice with sticking a knife in it? Yeah, that type of itch. Oh no! I always felt like I had to pee too. Even if I squeezed so hard, nothing would come out. Ugh. That's the worst. That is fucked up. While on a road, while on the road to Missouri in my car with my mom, the itching seemed worse. We docked at the hotel for the night. I snuck off to call my boyfriend and tell him about the seven-year itch. He got pretty heated when I brought up if he had an STD test recently. Okay, what a dick. And when I started questioning him about his sexual past, he blamed me for embarrassing him for having to text an old fling. Oh, it must be so hard. Shut the Mm. fuck up. Overall, just red flags of abuse everywhere. But... Q Harper's hoo ha ha hoo ha. What? Wow, wow, wow. I don't even know. The second we arrived in Missouri, I went to the urgent care to get a full panel done. Wait, the SpongeBob laugh. Yeah, I think Whoa, so. Whoa, <laughs> Uh, coming from so Blue Ass, New Jersey, I figured I could just walk in judgment free for my STD testing. Nope, the nurses had had a disgusting attitude Ew. when telling me to pee in a cup. You're a fucking nurse. Then you should have thrown that pee on them. Lee, you should lend her one of your squirt guns. Shit. And didn't answer any of my health questions. They took Fuck blood her. for herpes too, and two days later told me via phone call that I just had that I had just chlamydia. Important information. Full panel ran and results read just. Chlamydia. I immediately called my boyfriend and cursed him out. My mom then cursed him out. It was wild. We were both so pissed. But then my mom was pissed at me for sleeping with him. This is a roller coaster. Okay, good. A, a good victim blame. Honestly, yeah. that's so on brand for moms. Yeah, like- it is. It is. Turns out my boyfriend got tested and never had chlamydia. Oh. oh. Fast forward four months later, we break up and I start to have similar symptoms when I had the big C. But at the time, I also had a severe cold and couldn't talk. So I put... Testing the seven, uh, so I put testing the seven year itch. So I put testing the seven year itch for a few days. Huh. Uh, after I fix one sickness, I move on to the next and get another full panel. One nurse, the same rude one, looked at me and said, Who do you think gave you an SCD this time? I should have squared up right then and there. You should have. I'm a bodybuilder boxer, so I have no problem doing so. Uh, I was so fucking sick and exhausted. I just took her abuse as she threw a cup at me to piss in. I called the urgent care 54 times and leave three voicemails, but they don't answer. I needed my results ASAP. And it said they were open. So I sped down to the urgent care and demanded the results in person. The nurse, who was so kind, pulled me into the side and held my hands. See, she said she didn't want to answer the phone because she wanted to tell me this news in person. I tested positive for chlamydia again. Okay, now you're being just... A fucking chlamydia. What are you, a koala? Okay, fuck you guys. You guys don't know that koala. No, they do. Is it chlamydia? Have, uh, yeah, yeah. They they just always have chlamydia. They always have chlamydia. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know that. Yeah, they do. I thought it was syphilis for but a second. Lee, but you cursing right. us out was really scary. Okay. Um, it was really scary. I tested positive for chlamydia again and herpes simplex virus too. Mm. I immediately collapsed on the floor sobbing, thinking it was all over. Keep in mind, I'm bipolar, so I have a very, very hard time with anxiety-inducing situations like this. The nurse held me and told me all of the details that it was not, in fact, over for me, that I can't have a healthy life with intimacy. I called my mom in the car, still sobbing. I was all alone in a new place, halfway across the country, who tested positive for chlamydia twice and now had a lifelong STD. It sucks. So all in all, my ex didn't give me chlamydia, but he gave me herpes. After all the gaslighting he put me through, I am 80% sure he gave it to me. Oof. 
So Lee, thank you for talking about having a healthy relationship with women with herpes simplex virus too. You can have safe sex with a carrier of the virus. And I appreciate shouting out the stigma against STDs. Uh, I am now in the process of doing a lot of work on myself and got on medicine to reduce the HSV flare-ups. And it's really manageable. Sending so much love to you guys. You help me so much. We love you. Attach your videos and pics of me and my ex doing a wheelie. Crazy shit. <laughs> oh, girl, you are an athlete. Let me see. She's fucking ripped. That's a bodybuilding back. Okay, Miss Girl. She's a fucking athlete. Yes. Bitch, you could have whooped his damn ass. I know. Ooh, I love what you're wearing. Cute. Look, she's. Oh my God, I love these shorts. I always see these on Instagram. <gasps> what a cute workout outfit. That's so fucking cute. Okay, love these pics. Okay, you're a hot fucking queen. Um, yeah. I'm don't... sorry your boyfriend was a fucking asshole, but I'm really happy that you worked everything out. Um, and I'm oh. sorry about your fucking mom, too. Not fucking. Yeah, not fucking a million times chlamydia. Where were you getting the chlamydia thing? The chlamydia from, you think? Hmm. Hmm. Does it what? just stay in your system? I don't one, know. one of life's biggest mis- uh, mysteries. Where does the chlamydia come from? Yes, chlamydia can lie dormant in your body, causing low grade infection without symptoms. Okay. Dude, this, that's f- so dark that the nurse, that also kind of plays into um, one of our last topics. That the the nurse um I, what is chlamydia was, the, the nurse can, was um, can, not it, listening to her it yeah can stay dormant in a person's body for years without apparent symptoms see it's, yeah it's so annoying that the nurses are also just like like fuck off mm-hmm. this is what happens we're alive we fuck people that have things and fuck off it is so enraging to me when nurses um and doctors who when, whoever the fuck uh tries to like shame you when you're coming when you're seeking help yeah, like because you know what i went with, i went with my friend to go um um find out officially if she was pregnant because she was going to need an abortion and the nurse this is just in fucking la and the nurses were being so rude and so judgmental to her. And they were like, I mean, there's plenty of options for you to keep it. And she was like, I don't want to keep it. And then they were just being so triggering, so insensitive. And it was truly disgusting and frightening to see that these people are allowed to work yeah, in the medical field. Cra- you want to know why? Because they're all the bullies from our high school. Mm-hmm. That's why all nurses are fucking school bullies. Yeah. If you guys knew my aunt. You'd fucking hate her. Okay. And she's a nurse. Me. Okay. Anyway, this is written by one of our regulars. It's titled STDs. Rape. So it's going to be a real, a real light. Lee, try not to come when I'm reading this. Okay. Hi, Honks and Lee. It's been a while. I thought I'd share with you guys the time I got chlamydia. When I was 14 years old, I was in my active addiction. Four years clean now. Yay. And I was letting this guy who was four or five years older than me stay with me in my grandma's house where I lived. My room was downstairs and I had a back door that led to the outside of the house. So he was staying there without anyone knowing. Whoa. I had let him know that he could stay there, but I didn't want anything sexual while he was there. He agreed and told me he respected that. Uh, He was a major dealer in our town for methamphetamines and we were using the whole time he stayed there. He had been staying there for four days and he never tried anything with me and was respecting the boundary I had set. On the fifth day, something changed. I was wearing pajama shorts and a t-shirt. He started kissing me and before I knew it, he had laid me down on the bed and was shoving his tongue so far down my throat I couldn't speak and he wouldn't stop. I had attempted to push away from him, but eventually I just froze with fear. 
I was also extremely high and couldn't fully comprehend what mm. was happening at first. Mm. He hadn't even taken my shorts off when he shoved it in. No. Oh, I'm so sorry. And after that, uh, sorry. And after what felt like an eternity, but was probably only two minutes, he stopped kissing me and I was able to yell stop. He knew my grandma was home. So I think that's why after I started yelling, he quickly got off and ran through my back door to escape. Being 14 and knowing his history with not the cl uh, clean, uh, cleanliest woman, I ran into my bathroom and quickly got a wash rag and poured rubbing alcohol on it and attempted to scrub my vagina with it to kill the STDs. Oh, oh my God, no, bitch. No, no, it, okay, no, no. well, it stung like a bitch and did not kill any STD because a month later I was diagnosed with chlamydia. Because I was so young and hadn't known much about STDs or how to get tested for them, I had to tell my grandma what happened so she would take me to the doctor, which was really embarrassing. I never reported That's what so happened. Painful. I never reported what happened to the doctor or police because I was so scared of him. Oh. My grandmother never made me say anything. Anyway, this was one my one and only STD story. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. We love you so much. Thank you so much for writing in again. That was a horrific story. Your life is so fascinating to me. From yeah. the other stories you've told me, um, oh my, or told us rather, but oh my God. Yeah, you are, you are a resilient girl. So resilient. Really young, too. I know. So young. And she's so cute. Oh, my God. 14. I know. You're just a sweet, sweet baby girl. Crystal meth. It's just so. And yeah, so he wasn't even, to be honest, it sounds like, yeah, he wasn't trying to kiss you. It's like he was he was shoving his tongue so far down your mouth and mouth and, and doing that to stifle any sound that would come up. He was like using his mouth as like a, a fucking. Um, he gave you Gag. fucking. Chlamydia. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What a nightmare. What That's a horrific, traumatic story. Mm -hmm. Well, on to the next. <laughs> God damn. Welcome to our podcast, guys. It's crazy. It's like what like meetings are like. You know, people will share like the craziest shit. And it's like, all right, thanks for sharing. Next it's, one. It's my favorite. Do you okay? So do you guys do like three minute shares? Yeah. 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 And so then at the two minute mark, there's there's a, uh, a little sound. There, there, there's there's a, an alarm that goes off. So someone will be like, oh my God. And then, you know, like my dad, I walked in and I found him just dead on the kitchen floor. Ding, ding, ding. Thank you. I hear that. And so then I just didn't know what to yeah. do. And it's just so it never Thank is you, not going to be. Amusing to it's, me. It's always so wild. It's always so wild. Um, it's like disjointing. First of all, let's talk about the nickname, the new nickname, Bonk. Yeah. Yeah. It's Bonk. Yeah. Honk okay. and Bonk. Okay. So my story about getting an SED starts like any other story. <laughs> like it's a Disney movie. I was 22 years old and thriving in my hoe phase. LOL. I had previously been in six year long in a six year long relationship, which was only the third guy I had ever been with. And when we first fucked, it was legit the third time I ever fucked in my life. Oh, wow. So your girl was ready to fuck. LOL. I was in the middle of my party days and I went out a lot. But anytime I hooked up, I was always safe and used protection until, of course, that one time. This guy was clearly a fuckboy, but too hot to not take him for a ride. So I was definitely pretty litty. And in the moment, we didn't use protection. I'm the type of girl that can't live without knowing for sure if I possibly caught anything. The anxiety kills me. So I get tested. And yep, he gave me chlamydia. Everybody has chlamydia. You it's guys. It's so popular. It's, it's like, so pop. Well, now I'm feeling fucking left out. 
Everyone has it, Everybody's dude. got chlamydia. What is up with the big C? I know. The, the chlamydia is a clap, right? Yeah. Yeah. But everybody, she's like the most popular girl. Honey, it, it's giving applause. Like she, everyone is clapping. It went around my high school when I was, when I was in high school. I never got it because I wasn't, because I don't know. I just fucked one girl. Everyone at my uh, high school got mono. Mono, I, I refuse to believe is a real thing. Of it's course. Nasty. It's not real. It is real. It's a myth. It's real. Of course, like any decent person, I text him saying it's not real. It's real. Mono is not real. Kind of a weird thing to say. It's It's a myth. It's a myth. Why why do you think that? It's giving QAnon. Mm, Of course, like any decent person, I text him saying, hey, by the way, you gave me chlamydia. He legit says, no, that wasn't me. (laughs) Like, bro, on your shit. Yes, the fuck it was. Needless to say, I never talked to him again. Sometimes I see him on Tinder and he's a sexy ass firefighter now. So, like, what's up with the chlamydia? Did so, it ever... seems like he's always been starting fires. Yeah, that's a good one. It sounds like he uh, sounds like he probably still has chlamydia and it's just lying dormant. Um, also, can we talk about the nickname for chlamydia? Why the nickname for chlamydia isn't the clap. I feel like that makes more sense than that being the one for gonorrhea. Uh, gonorrhea is the clap? I thought chlamydia was the clap. There's a difference between gonorrhea and chlamydia and syphilis. I mean, they're, like, all the same. I have another story about my sister's experience. She gave me permission to share. LOL. So my sister's a wild one. Oh, the clap is gonorrhea. Oh, shit. And it, uh, my also bad, known y'all. as the drip. Ew. The drip. So gross. Oh, no, no, that's, that's kind of pimp. Now, I do like they that. all fuck your pussy up? Like, do you get, like, nasty discharge from all of them? Sure. What are the signs of and chlamydia? And what happens to dicks? So, yeah. it, hold on. So why do they call it the clap? In the 1500s, uh, not the 1500s. Yeah, in the 1500s, the word is referred to a rabbit's nest due to the act of no. sex lives of rabbits. And the name was picked up as slang term for uh, for brothels, a place where people engaged in regular sex and could spread the disease easily. If you had the disease, you had a, a clapier bubo, what? Uh, which was eventually shortened to the clap. You had a what? A clappy, a clappy what? booby? A clappier boobo. Who the fuck's a boobo? No idea. Clappier boobo? Now, I want to know the fucking history of STDs. Where does this shit come from? What animal did one of us fuck that gave us chlamydia? Okay. Maybe a rabbit. Oh, well, so my sister... Okay, so her sister and legit hooked up with the plug. Well, he gave her gonorrhea and chlamydia. Obviously, she gets treated and tells him what he has. A couple months go by, and this dumb bitch gets drunk and hooks up with him and gets them both again. Tell this guy to go fucking... Yeah! Ew! Turns out this dirty motherfucker knowingly doesn't get treated. Dude, fuck him. And just sticks his shit in raw. Ew, probably to a lot of women. Like, how? She's crazy as fuck for that one, but finally learned her lesson. Anyway, thanks for reading. I'm fucking dead. Jesus. Um, also, the amount of guys that just want to just stick it in raw, it's like, look. Oh, every guy. Every guy wants to fucking. God forbid you actually care about my women, body. Women are the ones who are like, put a condom on. Mm-hmm. Lee, do you care about using condoms? Not even a little bit. Yes, exactly. Y'all want to see that because Lee's a real man. And that's um, the nicest thing I've ever said to you, Lee. What is yeah? What's the fucking? So do men? Can you not? Do you not have symptoms if you have chlamydia? Is it just women that are getting symptoms? Well, God is not a woman because what is going on? No, I know it's a sexist. Sorry, Ariana Grande. Do, 
Okay, so the symptoms in men are just pain while urinating, uh, white, cloudy, or watery discharge from the tip of the penis. Okay, it's giving uh, wet dream. Burning or itching urethra. So here's the thing. Um, a lot of things can make it burn when you pee. Like uh, when I when I have like too much caffeine or like too, when you put sriracha too many down stipulas, your pee hole. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, or but when I have like too much caffeine or too many stimulants, it fucking burns when I pee. Really? Yeah. So the or if you like don't pee after you jerk off and then you go pee like later, it can burn when you yeah, pee. Yeah, what's that? And so it like you're supposed to pee right Thomas after poison. you come. Yeah. Yeah. And so. There's like a lot of reasons why it can burn when you pee. So a lot of guys probably don't notice or don't think twice when it burns a little when they pee. And if you have a higher pain tolerance, you just don't even think about it. So women, these signs are showing up. How? It, I mean, women are just getting it because guys don't even think about getting tested. So like, because they don't, because they... The, the the main symptom is burning when you pee. But it can like lay dormant for so long and you can have a and not even have any symptoms. And then it can just like fuck up your uh like reproductive system, doesn't it? That's what happens when you don't get STDs treated. For chlamydia? I think so. I think for all of these, it's if you don't get them treated, they just fuck up your reproductive system. So symptoms in women is is also pain when urinating. Uh unusual discharge. Uh, pain in the tummy or pelvis, pain during sex, bleeding after sex, and bleeding between Sounds periods. Sounds like a normal day. How, co- how come women are always fucking bleeding? We're always like, bleeding. can we not just have one day of peace? No, we can't. So, what happens? Can you look up untreated chlamydia? Yep. Ooh. So, I want to see how it affects us. I've got research to do. Lee's neighbors are having a town hall meeting in his hallway. Yeah, they are. I think, I think I have a fucking child that moves in there. Order. Um, chlamydia, okay, it's like, left like untreated, can spread to the womb yeah. and cause serious con- condition called pelvic inflammatory disease. Mm-hmm. Okay. So scary. Does it do anything to men? Wait, wait, wait. Go, click on Lee. Can you please click on that? No, 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 no. Down. The How long can chlamydia go untreated? Uh, on the other hand, if you don't get tested or see healthcare providers for treatment, chlamydia, chlamydia can live in the body for weeks, months, or even years without being detected. Crazy. This can lead to long-term complications, including infertility. Yeah, that sucks. Infertility. Oh, it's, I, I used to get tested like a fucking freak. Mm. I, uh, sitting over here clean as a whistle now. Yeah, what about gonorrhea? Um, the big G. If left untreated, gonorrhea can spread to the blood and cause uh, dissemated uh, gonococcal infection, usually characterized by arthritis. Oh. Um, don't know what the fuck that word is. Ten, ten, ten. We don't even need to know. Okay, we don't, that, that's God's business. We now, don't need to know. What was and the one or that dementia. Christopher Columbus had and then like spread to everybody. Was that syphilis? I think that was I think syphilis. That was syphilis. <laughs> and then like that one makes you go insane, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that one makes you brain. go crazy. Yeah. Syphilis was go hot crazy. on the streets um back back in like 
you know, the 14, 1500s. Yeah. And now, and it seems like, it seems like chlamydia is hot on the streets now. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's catching that. Yeah. She's popular. Okay. I hurt bees in Italy. Yeah, I told you you could get in your eye. Um, here's a story of how I learned you can go blind from herpes. When I was 17, I did a program in Italy where I stayed with a local family, took a photography, took photography classes, and went on day trips around the country with our group. It was an amazing opportunity that was damn near ruined by eye herpes. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. So a few days into the trip, my eyes started feeling uncomfortable. I had just recently started wearing contacts, so it got to the point that my contacts were too painful to wear, so I started wearing my glasses. <laughs> as, more, uh, as more time went on, my eyes started being very sensitive to sunlight. I had sunglasses to your eye, but did you like show it? I had sunglasses I brought to wear with my contacts, but since I couldn't wear my contacts, I was wearing my sunglasses over my regular glasses. It was very stylish. <laughs> now, every time I see somebody wearing sunglasses over their glasses, I'm just going to assume it's because they, they have, have herpes. herpes. By the time I got back home safe, but by the time I got home to the States, I could hardly go outside because my eye was so sensitive to the light. So my mom took me to the eye doctor. Jesus. The doctor examined me and ran some tests. When she came back in the result with the results, she asked my mom to leave the room. She wanted to talk to me alone. I was terrified. The doctor asked me if I had any STDs. I told her no. She asked me if it was possible that I had herpes. I said no. She asked if I had ever been tested. I said Yes, I have been tested and I do not have herpes. She told me I could be honest and she wouldn't tell my mom. I told her one more time that I did not have herpes and I demanded she tell me what was going on. Turns out I had an eye infection that is only seen in people with extreme cases of herpes. Jesus. She had never seen it in someone that had never been diagnosed with herpes. Whoa. She told me the infection was so advanced that if I'd waited two more days, I would have lost sight in that eye. Advanced. Okay. okay. Smart. Yeah. It's I, giving prestigious. It is giving prestigious. It's giving gifted. That's fucking nuts. I had never been diagnosed with herpes. How did this happen? Well, the whole time I was in Italy, there was a running joke that the moment you step off the plane in Italy, you get an STD. I guess I'm proof of that. The doctor thinks that Somehow the virus got in my contact within the first couple of days of my trip. Oh, Jesus, fuck. Needless to say, I didn't wear contacts again for years. Make sure you always wash your contacts really well, kids, especially if you're in Italy. Okay, what the fuck? Now, you know my, what you know. What my question is going to be right now. What? Can we see a picture, Lee, of eye herpes? Yo, so, but like, you couldn't see it. It just was like your eye was sensitive. Also, that's fucking nuts that it just like got into your fucking contact how did it get into the contact though did she like wash it with water like how <laughs> did she like did she wash it with like an italian person's cum like i don't understand yeah. put it on somebody's open fucking herpes and then put it in her eye yeah how did that happen Yo! yeah so you can't even really tell okay no on that first one you can't that's like pink eye that looks like something i've had the first one that those little those little bumps i wonder if i did have herpes on my eyes yeah, so that looks it, like a tentacle. Well, close. Yeah, you can't really. Yeah, it's very tell. subtle. Okay, Miss I Herpy. She's a little shy girl. She's advanced. <laughs> yeah. Oh, these are horrible pictures. Yeah. Oh, oh, making me ugh, hurt. 
two more days. Why do doctors always say that? They're always like, if you would have waited 15 more because, minutes. Because doctors are drama queens. They're drama. They love the drama. They love yeah, the drama. You should be dead. Yeah, that one. And you yeah, want to know what horrific. it is? Because like, they just like want to like big dick themselves. Like, if you didn't come to Papa... Your life would have been over, little girl. <laughs> it's like, okay. You're, it's a miracle you can even breathe. Okay, Lee, we got to get off the screen. I know. Okay, Lee. Oh, my God. All right. Well, glad that you're not fucking blind, queen. Jesus Christ. So when so you went through the similar thing with strep that I did, where you had strep for years and they wouldn't take your tonsils out. Mm-hmm. While I was, Weird. Mm-hmm. While I was going through that, my doctor who kept like diagnosing me with strep and just giving like every few weeks just kept giving me medication for strep. And one time I went in cause I was just, I just couldn't go to the fucking doctor all the time. And I went in and she's like, this is the worst strep I've ever seen. And she's like, lying, though. she's <laughs> like, you have to, you have to come in when you get this or the, and then she's like, this is how Jim Henson died. Really? Yeah. Okay. Jim not Henson her name dropped of on, uh, treated strep, it can it can go really? to your heart and and cause a blood infection. Whoa, Jesus fucking Christ! I okay, so that reminded me, one of my really chaotic exes who was always giving me fucking. I'm surprised I didn't get an STD from him. He was always giving me BV though. Um, I had chronic strep when I was dating him. And I remember I got like, you know, my tonsils swabbed and they were like, you have a flesh eating uh, virus oh my in God. your throat. And I was like, huh. <laughs> oh my God. What? Well, how'd you get it out? The put me on antibiotics. Oh, just antibiotics? Yeah. It was like, oh, it's a, there's a flesh, you have like a flesh eating virus in your throat. And I was like, oh, it's so. Is he, my, what is he fucking dead bodies? Yeah. He, honestly, knowing him, he probably was. Yeah, he honestly probably is. Nasty fuck. You say was, I say is because yeah, no, you, never, you is. don't fucking know. Is it? That's a dirty fuck. Nasty. Yeah, that is honest to God horrifying. Um, flesh eating? Yeah, flesh eating. Um, okay, so it's not me who has the STD, but let me tell you, I'm really beginning to believe this. the statistic of one in four people having herpes. This in itself is no biggie. There are medications to reduce the risk of spreading and things happen. We need to stop the shame, but I gotta say, I you sound like you're from the Midwest. This is really funny. Let me tell you, I gotta say, uh, it's a little disheartening to make someone an eggplant lasagna, then sitting them down to tell them you slept with them without telling them this information and that, you know what? I'm actually not attracted to you. LOL, LOL. Um, okay. Uh, this person in particular was just kind of shit in general and is probably to this day going around doing the same thing, admittedly saying they refuse to take the med- uh, the medication for whatever reason. And I feel... Um, and I feel bad for her if it was from being embarrassed to go pick it up, but there's just got to be a better way of going about disclosing that information. Okay. So you're saying, Hunger, are you paying attention? Yeah. She's saying, okay, what is she saying? She's saying something about this guy. She's saying this guy, that this guy gave her herpes mm-hmm. and he knew he had it, but refused to take medication for it. And he sat her down with an eggplant lasagna and and broke the news to her, but then at the and same then said, I'm time, not attracted said, to you. Yeah, I gave you herpes, and therefore, because here's the thing: when when I'm reading this, I'm like, am I reading the worst thing in the world? And I just wanted to run that back. So the answer is yes. Little, this is the worst thing. It's a little confusing. Thing. But yeah, it's a it was a pretty bad scene. No, I'm not saying this email is the worst thing in the world. I'm saying what happened to her is the worst thing in the world. I know the eggplant lasagna though really threw me off. I got kind of fixated on that, and I was like, wait, what? 
Mm-hmm. Sounds good. He sat you down with a fucking lasagna and said, I'm turned off by you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gave, I you, gave you herpes and now I don't like you anymore. Okay, finally a man that knows what he wants. Am I yeah. right? It's a funny story now, but I was kind of double traumatized in one single in one single dinner sitting. Yeah, I would honestly flip the table over. Uh, but now knowing that my ex from a couple years ago also potentially had the herps while we were together and I had no idea really opens my mind up and I wish we could have a less harsh common sense approach to receiving such news. It's truly becoming not such a biggie for me to learn this information about people. And I hope that one day we can all chill on the shaming surround it, surrounding it. Amen, sis. Yeah, it's really, I mean, STDs are not, I no don't even deal. think fucking like twice. I'm like, okay, if somebody has one, it's like, oh, okay. They get treated. Yeah, it's literally whatever. Now, when you hear stories about people giving people STDs and then being turned off by that person, now that's a whole different fucking ballgame. That's why. Yeah, truly. Wait, you guys, this is one sentence long. Okay, the subject is the typical chlamydia twice from the same guy's story. That's it. That's the story. Dick was eight out of 10, but not worth two appointments and two courses of antibiotics in my last year of university. Ha ha ha. See ya, honkies and Lee. (laughs) Dad, that's so funny. Okay. What is there just one guy giving everybody chlamydia? It's literally just one guy and he is so stressed and he's like working around the clock. And and he's like, it's like a skater guy. It's some fucking skater. Yeah. The modern Genghis Khan is just a fucking skater, bro. And he's just like with a DUI, just fucking skating around, just fucking giving the the clap and the drip and the fucking, the fucking monster puss to everyone. It's so funny. That is the modern day Genghis Khan. Yeah. That's really funny. Um, all right, STDs, BV from my best friend edition. Okay, sis. When I was in college, my BFF was in a situationship with this guy, and he had a best friend. The situationship ended, and afterwards, the best friend wanted to fuck me. Hold on, I need to reread that. My boyfriend was in my best BFF was in a relation is in a situationship with a guy, and he has a best friend. So the situationship ends with the guy. And afterwards, my best friend. Oh, the best friend of okay, the one to fuck me. Okay, okay. Did you understand that? It took me. Here's a second. the thing. I am still. So I is think, there four people? Yeah, there's four people. There's four people. So this there's, there's a situationship. So her best friend, and, and then there's a best friend that pops up of the situationship. Yeah. Yes, and then the situationship ends, and that best friend wants to fuck. Tight. Oh, that's gnarly. So. Uh, I did it. And first of all, it sucked. And when he want, and he wanted me to call him daddy and thought his pump game was good. Of course he did. But he was going as fast as possible. How come it's always, no, wait, because like, how come it's always the fucking jackrabbits that are like, call me daddy. I'm like, I'm going to call the fucking police because you need to slow down, my good sir. I hope you don't think that just ramming furiously into a woman is pleasurable. And I hope you don't think that's daddy behavior. You know what? Buying her a nice ass fucking dinner, opening the car door, opening the door to her fucking house, you know, opening. Slowly fucking her. Yeah. Like, like with intention. Not. No, that's, you want me to call you daddy? I will literally, I'll call you whatever. I'll call you a fucking hedgehog if you want me to. I don't give a fuck. Okay. But here's the thing. Why do you guys think that? We're not calling these jackrabbits daddy. We're not doing that. It doesn't feel as horrible. We're calling you a car to the psych ward where you fucking belong. Anyway. Jesus. He then asked my BFF to have sex and she asked me if she could. And I said, no, that would make me feel really uncomfortable. 
Yeah. Ew. I am going to say one thing. Really yeah. Quick. I feel like we need, and I think I'm, I'm, I'm like still like tired from my flight or whatever it is, but I, I really feel like we need like one of the A diagram. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. like, you know, in those crime shows when they're like, who did the murder? Yeah, There's yeah. Need, like the red strings. We need a whiteboard with ma- or cockboard. Right. Baby with, girl. With, we need, like, we need pictures. a whiteboard. No, I, I, I'm following. I'm following. Yeah. We need. It's just, I'm following. It's really, it's taking every ounce in me. And I just like, this is a good story. And thank you so much for writing in. A24 is going to pass on this script, but I well, am locked in and I'm ready. Well, we need names. We, we need. Yeah. We yeah. need yeah. names. Even if they were like fake names, because it's this friend and then this boy. And then, and then he was Jack Cameron yeah. me, and then Dan. He's over here in the corner, and I'm like, oh my god, what's going on? Right, okay, but I'm but getting it. Light, thank you so much for writing in. I'm not trying to be a hater. I just, it's just hard for me to. Um, okay, I didn't like this guy at all. Okay, it was just sex, but I had a weird jealousy about my BFF, and I didn't want him to compare us sexually. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Anyways, she said she wouldn't, and I had sex with him again, and then I got BV. Mm. Oh God, no, what bitch? And it was awful. And then my BFF got BV too. She hmm. was like, wow, what a coincidence. Oh, yeah, what a coincidence, sister. Yeah. Me and the girl stopped being BFFs. And I later found out she had sex with him too. And she probably gave me BV, but thinks I gave it to her. If she hears this. But that's like the mark of best friends. If she hears this, I still love you and I'm not mad. Oh. Anyway, not an STD, but still really gross, and guys can transmit it to other girls. Bye, honks. Thanks for reading. Bye, honk. Dude, that is, like, BV is so, yeah, it's just like a dirty dick thing. And it's not an STD, but it fucks with your pH. And I'm sorry, and maybe this isn't, like, a side effect or whatever, but I don't know. For me, it just made me so fucking depressed. I think also, I don't think that's, like, you know, directly from that. I think it's just, like, the situation that you have in your motherfucking pants because here's the thing with like a yeast infection it's like itchy and uncomfortable but when you have but like you know no one else is going to know that you have a yeast infection but when you have bv you're you're just walking around you're a stink bomb sis you're You're walking around the grocery store and someone's thinking that you're dragging a cadaver no it's just that haunted just your fucking pussy yeah all right oh my god sad we probably wrap soon so many left all right i'll do okay i'll do one more and then we'll Head on out. Okay. Oh, we've got... All right. We'll do either like a part two maybe, or read them on... Yeah, maybe we'll read a few on Patreon. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's good. Subscribe to our Patreon. Hey, Hunkers and Lidl. Um, let me preface this by saying I became sexually active at a pretty young age and spent like 15 years of my life in active addiction. Mm. So I was very promiscuous for a majority of my life and was very reckless. For the first time I got chlamydia, I had zero symptoms. The guy I was messing with at the time texted me saying, hey, I just left the doctor and I have chlamydia. So I went and got tested and sure enough, I had it too. Did he give it to me or did I give it to him? Guess we'll never know. I would lie. I would say I don't have it. Even if I had it, I would, I would lie. And Gabby is speaking like a true man. Okay. The second time I found out I had chlamydia, I had just started dating a guy that I was really into. After ba- pause, I hope... Miss Girl is listening to this from the doctor episode where she's like, yeah, I think I might have herpes. I'm not going to get tested. Girl, I hope you got yeah. your ass tested because you could have a fucking like, you know, atomic bond growing in your fucking uterus now. So run up, sis. Okay. Um, the second time I found out chlamydia, wait, do, 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 do. Okay. I started dating a guy and I was really into him. Um, after about a week or so, my clam, not clam, not clam, not clam. <laughs> 
Oh no. My clam started to feel questionable. So I went and got tested just to be safe. Sure enough, I fucking had chlamydia again. Everyone has chlamydia. I figured I would do that. <laughs> it's I, have only I? chlamydia. We've only talked I about I know. Where's the gone gone? I want to know. Where's the gone syphilis? Or no, I, like, no I was hoping HIV. someone had scabies, those little fucking pussy crabs, dick crabs, you yeah, know? I no wanted crabs. a little yeah, crab you don't, sandwich. You don't hear about crabs anymore, really. I know. Oh, fun yeah, crabs is over, shaves. babes. It's it's chlamydia's now. It's like the hot tea. Okay, I not Gabby what... and I being losers, never having it. Okay, um, mm. I I got fucking chlamydia again. I figured I would do the right thing and tell this new guy I was seeing, but when I told him, he fucking ghosted me. Oh, no. I felt so shitty after that, so dirty, it and it, it was extra fucked up because I was truly just trying to do the right thing by letting him know. For all I know, he could have been the one who gave it to me. Yeah, fuck yeah. you. Run up. What a little bitch. Speak on it. Lastly, when I got clean, I started fucking around with a random guy. I didn't really like him. It was more of a hookup situation. We always wore condoms. I remember one night he went to urgent care because he he said he was getting a cold sore on his lip and he wanted to get meds for it. Bullshit. A couple months later, after we stopped fucking around, I started dating my now husband. Like three weeks into our relationship, I noticed something that looked like a pimple on the top of my vag. I thought it was weird and kept hoping it would go away, but it didn't. It just got worse. I went to the doctors and sure enough, Uh. I found out it was herpes. I was fucking devastated. The one time in my life I was responsible and used condoms, I got herpes. I then had to tell my new boyfriend, who is now my husband, that I just found out I had herpes. I was so fucking scared he would leave me, but he didn't. He was so incredible and chill about it. Four years later, he and I are still together, and to our knowledge, he doesn't have it. I ended up confronting that random guy who I'm certain I got herpes from, and he played dumb. Gabby... That's that's you saying that you're gonna deny it. No, okay. And played dumb and was more concerned about with his reputation than the fact he knew he had herpes and didn't tell me. Here's the thing. That also though, like, yeah, I know we're like dragging these dudes or whatever, but at the same time, you have to think about it like they're fucking doing, and it's still, I'm not excusing it. Obviously it's fucked up, but like they're doing that because of, again, like the perpetuated shame and yeah, the fear true. and like they're getting extra defensive and of course they're being assholes, but the reason they're doing that is because they're embarrassed and it's because they're masking their, their vulnerability. Yeah, no, you're so right. And that's why we need to be open about these things and like take away the fucking judgment. Yeah. So stupid because it's like we're literally all fucking like everybody's all fucking since the beginning of time. Yeah. And then we judge each other when we get something and it's like, uh, I mean, what do you expect? Exactly. And also human humans, I mean, we're nasty. We're, we're, we're fucking. Look at COVID. Yeah, look at fucking look how COVID. fast that spread across the fucking world. Yeah, truly. We're coughing, we're farting, yeah, we're, we're shitting our pants on walks. You guys like, have weird kinks. You're fucking eating turds and Yeah, you're eating shit out of each other's asses feet. and smearing it. People are getting flown out to Vegas, getting paid fifty thousand to fucking take a fucking fat steamer. Yeah, on a chest. come on. That's you're real. judging somebody for having chlamydia. Yeah. Get and the so fuck then out of here. You're gonna judge someone for having a little clapperoni and cheese. It doesn't fucking matter. Anyway, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I ended up confronting that random guy and he played dumb. Fuck that guy. It's ironic that the one time in my life I was safe and used protection, I got herpes. Um, 
Uh, it's also a fun fact that you can still contract herpes if you're using condoms. I can't complain though. I'm honestly so lucky. I've never gotten HIV or AIDS, Lee, with how reckless I was with my drug use and uh, sexual activities. Also, people need to chill with the herpes talk. Everyone has it. Yeah. So many more people have it than we realize. Yep. Luckily, my breakouts are super manageable and aren't common. They're generally only triggered by extreme stress. Mm -hmm. If I have a breakout, my husband and I just don't have sex. Simple as that. Love you, honks. Love you, girl. Thank you so much for writing in. And I'm so sorry you had that happen to you. But even just from the way you were writing, I just really, um, I don't know, I really connected with your energy. And I like that you, I think life really is what you make it. And I think that you okay. made the best out of it. Okay. She's getting philosophical. I get, well, here's the thing. You can like, and for a while, I think self-pity is normal when you, when you get this, especially because what we just said, I'm not, I'm not trying to be redundant, but it's like the, all the, the shame and whatnot. But at a certain point, you have to decide what, like how you want to live your life. Like, do I, do I want to be walking around like, oh my God, I'm disgusting. I'm this like, no, you can stand in your fucking power. And, yeah. and like, she, like she found someone that is not an idiot and knows like, and it's not going to just be like, oh, you have the mark of the beast. Be gone. Like, no. Okay. Yeah. You got a little fucking herp in your pants. Okay. We all have demons. We all have some other whack shit. I know, oh, well. that, I know that Lee would not like it if a woman had herpes. Well, that's just, he would want her to have AIDS. Literally true. dated somebody with herpes. No, he did. No. no he. You're always telling him that he's not Jewish and you're always telling no. him. Wait, he made that <laughs> you're like gaslighting him. I know you him. made that up. I didn't stop. No, don't get. And we sadly. never wore condom, not once. Okay, fuck it up. It was uh, a sex doll. <laughs> Lee, here's the thing. You're uh, my question. You're is, brave. If if you um if if you if you're if you're married mm -hmm. and your partner has herpes, would you just be like, all right, then just give it to me? I mean, yeah. If it was if, not, if they were like raw dogging me when they had open herpes, but if they, yeah. I like, mean, would you even care if you got it at that point? No. If I'm married, no. Yeah. I also, I mean, if I, if I was in, you know, if I was in a relationship with somebody that had it and if they weren't having an active breakout, I wouldn't give a fuck. It's not that. I also, I don't know if this is a myth or if it's true, but I don't know if you can get herpes twice. Like, I think she just said that she, got, or was that chlamydia she got twice? I mean, um, in the way of like, because I already have it on my mouth, I don't know if I could get it on my pussy. Interesting. I, Lee, let's look that up. That could, but because they Please. are two different simplexes. Right. But okay, so you have a cold sore, right? So yeah, if you went sores. down on someone with your cold sore, that herpes. would give them herpes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, but then you're saying because I already have that. I don't know if I could get it on my pussy. Okay, that's a good question. Right. Lidl, what's the verdict? You can have one type of herpes and still get the second type. Okay. Regina. Okay, great. So I'm still open for... Vaginal open then. for biz. Yeah, the doors are still open for vaginal. Never mind. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Great. Okay. Well, never rule it. out all your options, yeah. I'd say. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? All right. Let's wrap this up. Okay. Okay, guys. We, that... we still have more stories. Should I read one more? Is that the end? This is the end. Yeah, this we're is the end. Well, we're going to read on um, Patreon and maybe oh, okay. do like a part two. But thank you guys so much for, for writing in. Like, honestly, like some of, you know, some of these stories were, oh, I, I guess all of them were pretty fucking vulnerable. And we really appreciate you guys writing in. Um, and especially when you guys send us pictures. We love that. We do have a lot more. We'll get back to them on Patreon. And, um, and we'll do a catch up eventually. I guess what we can all take away from this episode is that if there's one thing we all have, it's chlamydia. If you know what? One if there's thing, one, like, here's the thing. I, I really have FOMO right now. I have FOMO of chlamydia. 
and Go I never, even, yeah, and it seems like everyone's in the in the stories, fucking like bonding and and singing songs and dancing, and then we're just over here chlamydialists. So we have a lot to think about and reflect on. And while we're reflecting, can you guys please subscribe to the YouTube? Ayo. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you get chlamydia, you know, during the time that this, mm. I don't know, comes out. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. If you're ever, if you get chlamydia at all, please just let us know <laughs> from here on out. You know, it doesn't matter what the, pro- it could be pro- like the wackiest thing you filed on your taxes. And just, I want you to go chlamydia. Like, it just doesn't just matter. Just Work it updated. in. Fuck it. Keep us updated. We want to know about your chlamydia diagnosis. And um, just so you guys know, we do record Patreon um, every week. So we give you guys four extra episodes every month. And we have been doing prank calls on there. If you guys want us to prank call the person that gave you chlamydia, fuck yeah. it. We'll fucking do it. And here's the other thing. Don't judge each other for uh, STDs. It's, no, it's honestly boring. It's boring. And the world's falling apart. We judge people that don't recycle before judge, you judge someone who has motherfucking chlamydia. Judge asshole. You can judge like the fucking asshole guys who treat you like shit when you get an STD. Mm-hmm. Judge them, but don't judge the don't judge the people with STDs because the people with STDs are probably the hottest. That's absolutely hundred percent fact. Okay, you guys. Love you so much. Follow, Thank you for- f- I have some, a little bit of business. Follow us Ooh. on Instagram for the prompts every week. We put yeah. out the prompts pretty much only on Instagram. So that's where you can find those. Email us at teatimestories42069 at gmail.com. And last but not least, uh, video is going to start coming out at 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific time on YouTube because that's what the YouTube algorithm wants us to do. Uh, we put it out and we got significantly more views. And really? We need, yeah, we need this show to it's grow. North Korea. So we really want the show to grow. We really want to keep doing this for you guys. So what we need to do right now is put the video out at 10 a.m. Pacific on YouTube. Uh, audio will still be out at midnight uh, in your local time zone. So thanks, guys. Thanks for your patience. I know we had some overnight listeners and overnight viewers on YouTube. And uh, sorry if that's a letdown, guys. We love you. Keep sharing your stories with us. Sorry if I have bad energy. I am going through program. Head full of 12 step. But yeah, you guys. Love you guys so much. Thank you for writing in. Bye. Bye.
looking both ways twice And even still I drag my feet up You were the brave one